Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Charged Up Studio. Today's news is centered around the recent studies on small business growth in the U.S., reportedly stating that new business license applications have increased 83% since March of 2020. As new businesses enter the market, concerns arise on how their demise will affect our economy in the next year or two. And they will fail if not prepared. Considering that pre-COVID-19, 65% of all new businesses fail within the first year and another 80% fail within the next year. So it's inevitable. This episode will focus on the five phases of growth that every business goes through. As a strategist and a mentor to small business owners throughout the country and also in some parts of the world, I have found that one of the biggest hindrances to success is the lack of understanding of what the process is for launching and growing a business. With so many new business owners launching in the market as a result of the recent changes in our economy, we felt it was important to get this information out to as many new entrepreneurs as possible. When I first launched my business in 2009, the nation was going through another recession that had virtually shut down the economy and thrown everyone into survival mode, about preparing for the next 10 years of recuperation. Then just when we begin to dig ourselves out of that recession and the public confidence begins to grow, we're thrown right into another economic tailspin with COVID-19 that brings even more devastating results. During the first recession in the early 2000s, I witnessed the devastating effect on an industry that was totally unprepared for its demise. The architectural engineering and construction market, which had for years been able to grow exponentially since the commercial crash in the early 80s, now had to fight for any work they could find. I witnessed the industry go from projects just being handed to them to their struggle to fight for every project they could find just to keep their field workers busy. Companies bidding on projects in the millions of dollars were now fighting for projects under one million. I, having been laid off from one of the world's largest construction management firms in 2009, saw the writing on the wall. 
I went from proposing against maybe five or six other companies on a project to proposing against 20 to 30 companies for the small projects. This all happened within a three to four month period. Banks were not lending and governments were not issuing new contracts. With more than 25 years of knowledge in the industry, I was able to successfully pivot into the international market as a consultant within Brazil to help them prepare for the upcoming FIFA and Summer Olympic Games. Upon my return stateside in 2013, I was immediately thrown into the micro and small business market, helping those individuals who were forced into starting their own business during the previous recession because of lack of work. But I soon realized that although they were good at what they did, they had little or no experience in how to run a successful business. As a result, I developed a concept called Marketatomy Concept that illustrated the infrastructure of a successful business. Now the Marketatomy Concept took a complex process and boiled it down into a visual representation that anyone, whether they had previous knowledge in business or no business or marketing experience at all, could relate to and understand. The concept focuses on the fact that without customers, there is no business. It teaches that customer attraction, conversion, and loyalty is based on a holistic approach which engages the entire organization. Like the human body, the heart represents the why of the business. Why are you in business? What is your passion? If it is to make money, chances are you'll never succeed. The brain, on the other hand, represents the playbook for the company. It holds the information on your product or service offerings, the pricing strategies, the marketing and operational strategies. It's where the heart goes to reinforce the why that is communicated to the market. Just like the human body, the heart cannot operate without the brain and vice versa. Both are needed to effectively push the marketing message out through the veins or marketing channels to the body or your market. Understanding that the soul behind the whole business is you. You are the why within the business. You understand the passion that needs to go into it. This concept, although simple in explanation, is much more difficult to carry out for small and micro business owners. Many business owners struggle with how to begin and what steps to take when. Ultimately, they fall into a condition that we call OPA, overwhelm, paralysis, and avoidance. How many of you have been caught in the OPA cycle? I know I have many times. To further the knowledge stream for micro and small business owners, we introduced the five phases of early stage growth. 
This series is designed to educate new business owners on the sequencing process of launching and growing a successful business. Business growth happens tactically through a well thought out strategy. And that strategy is designed to play on the strengths of the entrepreneur and the product or service offering while maintaining control of startup costs. As new business owners, the tendency is to rush in and try to get to revenue as quick as possible. And this often leads to spending lots of dollars on unnecessary or frivolous things that end up producing little if no revenue early on. Why? Well, the primary reason is lack of clarity in what is being sold and why. You can have the best product or service in the world, but if you can't communicate its value effectively, you won't be able to attract and convert customers. It is important to have a plan of action on how you will introduce your company to your market, including what is your message? What is your why? What's in it for the customer? I highly recommend that you read the book, First Ask Why by Simon Sinek. For that matter, let's examine how you will attract potential customers or how you will service them once you have them. These questions just touch the tip of what is what needs to be explored. Most, when approached with the idea of building a business plan, immediately shy away from the thought. They believe it might be too much or too confusing, or perhaps they feel or they fear that the plan might dispel their dream, pointing out how in, unviable it is. It is for this reason that we've developed this, this program for new business owners. There are five phases to early stage growth. First, you must see it. Next, you prove it. Then you build it. Then you have to figure out, how am I going to pay for it? And finally, you can grow it. Pretty simple, huh? The idea phase is exciting. This is where the true brilliance of visionaries shine through. However, the idea is just an idea until you give it legs and take action. The second phase is the tipping point. The prove it phase is where our ideas are put to the test. Are our ideas worth money? Is there a need within my market? Do I even know what my market is? What is the problem that's being solved? Will people pay good money for what I have? There's nothing more depressing than spending hours of time and thousands of dollars building a product or service just to find out that people just don't see the value and aren't willing to part with their hard-earned dollars to buy what you're selling. Once the proof supports the endeavor, it's time to move on to phase three, 
and build the business model. This is where time is spent building the offering, product lines, marketing and operational strategy. It's also when the growth plan and financial plan is outlined. Partners are identified. Objectives and tactical steps are also addressed at this stage. There's no need to worry though. Nothing at this stage is set in stone. In fact, you'll soon learn that your business strategy is a living, breathing document that morphs over the years. With our small business plan in place and a fairly clear understanding of what the initial costs will be to launch and grow the business, you must now figure out how you're going to fund it. This is where stage four comes into play. Most new businesses are self-funded early on. However, realization soon sets in that additional funding is needed to grow. Your first instinct might be to go to the bank or credit union for a small business loan, only to learn that your small business is not fundable until you are bringing in a regular income, which we know takes time to build when first starting out. It's like the chicken and egg syndrome all over again. You may believe that you can bring on investors in exchange for an equity share in your company. However, it is at this point that you realize that for a serious investor to engage in a company, it must be scalable. And as a founding investor, they will be seeking a position as a majority stockholder. Are you ready to give up the majority of your company to an investor? The funding outlook is not all doom and gloom though. There are a number of strategic ways to find funding for small growing businesses. The key here is to strategically look at what is available and develop a plan on how you are going to find and procure the funding needed. As growth strategists, that is what we excel at. Finally, we reach phase five, the growth stage. This is when implementation can really be kicked into gear. Now that the funding is in place, growth can truly happen. The growth process follows the initial business model outlined in phase three. What happens nine times out of 10 though, is that early stage business owners try to jump from phase one straight into phase five without doing the due diligence needed to clarify their message and offering. They immediately spend thousands of dollars on an expensive website, social media and marketing efforts and other costly efforts to immediately start producing revenue. Unfortunately, their messaging is not narrowed down and neither is the processes on how they're going to hold on to their customers and turn them into loyal advocates. Our philosophy is that business growth happens tactically through a well thought out strategy. The tactical elements keep the needle moving forward while the strategy ensures that you remain on course. In addition to the strategic side of things, you should also understand that 
the importance of coaching and mentoring. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely business. And oftentimes, business owners need to talk things through and get advice from an unbiased perspective. Market Atomy's Academy keeps this in mind. So for all of our courses that we offer, we also include mentorship and accountability, coaching. So as we close out today's episode, we invite you to visit our online learning academy focused primarily on small business. Marketatomy.academy was designed to introduce you to the various skills and tools needed to succeed. It comes complete with interactive lessons to ensure that you can customize each learning module to your business. It also comes with a sequencing strategy for those just starting out and don't know where to begin. So with this all said, we're going to close out this session. And if there are any questions, feel free to reach out to me at Dana, D-A-N-N-A dot O-L-I-V-O at marketatomy.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-A-T-O-M-Y. And you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.